Good morning. Let's go back to Elia Rabba. For those of you on Zoom, it's the same set from last week. It has three pages, and we'll be referring to it over the next few weeks. We've got a few lines in, but let's start from the beginning of the paragraph on page one. At the bottom, Devere Ishanavia, Aishas Lapidus. She's called Aishas Lapidus. Lapidus, as you probably noticed, is very similar to Barak both talking about flames and lightning bolts and the like. And the Eliyah Rabbah will explain in a moment where this comes from. It can have many meanings. He shaved his Yisrael beisahi, v'chima tiva shel dvera. Shehi haisa shofetes his Yisrael beisahi meznama aleim. So the number of questions, one is Tysus in a number of places raises the obvious kasha, and that is, a lady is Pasaladis, Xeris Akasov. And if you can't be an aide, you can't be a Dayan. Plus the fact that they're normally not, not learning the Sugyas in Tarish Balpeh, Libid Hilchasa, in terms of Libid Hilchasa, what they have to know, Farshas Chala, and Malakas Neiris, and many other mitzvahs that they have to know, Lamaisa. But when you learn a Sugya, you have to know the Lumdis and the background and all the angles to be able to don the Dinim and Pask and the Shailas, which obviously. Normally they're not doing, and here there was obviously a dearth of the talent or somebody who could put it all together. So what exactly was she doing? So in broad strokes, uh, one sheetam rishanim is that it was harashah, and she was indeed dunning, and she was doing it because otherwise it wouldn't get done, and she's the only one that held the command, the respect, and uh, she was basically the glue, if you can use the expression, that held it all together. The other shot in the Bishayim will be that she didn't actually don the cases. She was the Nasi of the Bastin, and she was still the Shafetis that she was guiding things, and she was, as an Avia, giving over the Dvar Hashem, which she will tell her husband Barak when to go to battle and how to deal with the enemy. But they had Dianim, regular Dianim, regular Sahedrin, donning the cases. So, there are other angles to it, but those are the two main mahalchem. Either way, the Eliyarabah still asks, we had Lachara other people that were quite capable of doing it, not coincidentally, Parshas Pinchas. And this is one question the Eliyarabah doesn't really answer. <laughs> He's going to give you reasons and underlying clues to why Devera had this chus and why Barak had this chus. Not really going to answer what Happened to Pinchas. So, Pinchas ben Eloza, Haya Bayamim Ahem. Pinchas ben Eloza ben Aaron Akain got Brisi Shalom just yesterday. And he has it and he lives a long time. The answer that I offered last week is that perhaps he Dafka didn't take it, but to have Kuna and Malchus, which a Shafit sort of was, with many Chalukim, but sort of had a Din Melech. They didn't want to take both crowns because Lachatchili, you shouldn't, per the Last uh, tzava of Yaakov Avinu and Ramban holds that it becomes a real din, it became a real din, and Pinchas Dafka didn't, which explains not only why Pinchas wasn't the Shefet here, explains why Pinchas wasn't the Shefet ever. So you don't need that explanation anyway. But the Arab is bringing it up because, okay, you don't do it where normally you have another Shevet from another Shevet, which was normally the case. You have a king from another Shevet, which was always the case, like either from Benjamin or from 
Yehuda. But over here, there's nobody else. So Makam Shainish. So why not do it? And then Myriah last week, the Cheshmeran, did it. And they were careful not to take the title of king originally. And the Ramban says they were punished later because the later ones did. But why not Pilchas? So that's why the Ilya Rab is still bothered by it. Yes? That's a good question, and the answer is yes, and that, if I care, that's a riot to this question. In that particular tkufa, if you remember, we spoke out a very important theme from Abdesler, although Abdesler's themes are important. But he says about Tfilas Chana, why is it that she davened and davened and davened for many years, and punk now she was answered? So that's not really a kasha unless you have a good answer because tefillahs have a timeline. We never know what it is. And there are many things we ask for. Sometimes the answer is no forever. Sometimes the answer is no now. It's not good for you. Sometimes the answer is no now because you got to daven more and you need tzchusim. So if Dessa wants to know what was the tzchus of Chana, assuming the answer wasn't no forever, which we know it wasn't because she had Shmuel. So what changed now after decades of davening that all of a sudden she was to have a Shmuel and Avi? Got to do one second. So... He says, besides the backdrop, of course, that sometimes it takes X amount of tefillahs, and the tefillahs are always pile, and they pile up, so to speak, and you need X amount that it should go through. He says, in this particular tekufa, there was a change in the leadership of Klaiso and the needs of the leadership, and there was a void, and she saw there was a void, and she was really dominating for a child that would be able to come in, fill the void, and fill the void with a real king that they were supposed to do anyway, because that's the mitzvah deresa, as we explained many times. They just either weren't ready for it, or didn't need it, or both. And now they needed it, and she davened that she should have a child who will anoint, find those kings, and anoint them. And her tefillah was accepted, and the child was shmuel. So Eli was, and there's an arichas on this, and when we get to, we just started shaftim, Eli which they think of at the beginning of Shmuel, so you've got to go back to our recordings from 18 years ago. But we're going to remind me, at the end of Shevtim, it has to be spoken about, because that kufa has to be explained what changed, who was the last one, where Eli was in between. Eli wasn't in between things. So yes, he was a Shevet of sorts. He was Dana Klaeson. He was also uh, the Kain Gadol. He had many, many roles, but he was also the exception because he was an in-between. Yeah. Yes, and get an extra schus. That also played a role. Rav Dessler will, will say that that is what Hashem put in place should happen to help trigger move it along. His explanation is more about what's the overall view of what's going on, that it should be chal. Now, yes, those, there are many other details they gave her, plus the fact that the, sometimes the prescription is 20 years of davening. But there has to be a need for a clay throw. She saw that need, and she davened for it. So, so but back to, uh, to the borough. First of all, you go to the shofar, no shofar really was self-proclaimed. Yes, they, they, they didn't, right. It was a project. Her Nebuah could have been so clear to everyone that Hashem spoke to her, okay? And no one else in clay throw had that, not even Pinchas. Right. You know what's interesting? You're saying it was clear that Hashem spoke to her. So the good news is that when we have real Nevi'im, Klai Yisrael does understand the real Navi. But 
the only Navur we're going to have, it doesn't mean there weren't any before, but the clear Navur we're going to have in a few weeks from now is when she tells her husband Baruch that Hashem said, go to war now, now's the time, bring 10,000 men, go to Hartabar and trigger the battle. And even then, we're going to see in Rashi, it's was that a Navur that she got now, or she was saying, this is the time to fulfill the Navur of Hachrem Tachrem. Even that Navur, Shiloh's what she told him, and the reason I'm planting that is because as we all know, his answer was, if you come along, I'm going, otherwise not. Usually that's, not listening to a Navi is a very, very serious Avera, which he was not Avera, Ms. Chazal, don't criticize him as such. Even that Navur, uh, the debate's going to be, what was the Navur saying over what the mitzvah was from before, or a Navur that that mitzvah's chal now, or a separate Navur. The fact that she did or didn't have Navurs before that, in the Pesach over here, I, I'm not claiming it's impossible. She was known as a Nevi'ah already, but we don't really know what they were, and I highly doubt the Nevi'ah was, Kaya Hashem, normally a lady doesn't do this and it's against the din, but I'm here and let's do it. I'm not precluding the possibility, but that would be a Chiddush. I agree with your first point that it wasn't self-proclaimed and no one was running for the office of Baruch Hashem. Nobody wanted the covered, and people backed out until they saw they had to do it or they got a direct nevua. question is, did she get a direct nevua that she's going to be the leader of the generation, the, I don't want to use the expression, the glue that puts everything together. That, that's not a saying there's a, a, a giron in that. That's an important thing. A leader has to be able to put it all together and send the general where he's supposed to be doing it and, and give Musr. But there are many chazals that she was doing that. Uh, one fasting chazal, she was machazik bris mila. For some reason, they weren't doing priya. They were only doing mila. We're going to get back to that later on when we get to the gilgulam aspect. But question is, was there any point in time where she said, I have an avur that I'm supposed to actually dandinim? Well, to answer that question, you have to first take a position in the various sheetas and tesis, whether she was actually dining dinim or she was just the head of the court system and the men were dining the dinim as they always were. So it will depend on what sheet you hold of. Yeah. Well, her, her answer was, I shouldn't have to come. She absolutely wasn't. Everybody's mouth of that. No one here, the beautiful thing about Shaftim is that most of the time things worked out. We're just reading about the problems. And the second thing is nobody wanted the job, which is the exact polar opposite of politics today or ever. Nobody's running for any office to be the Gadol of the Shevet. That's the, that's the beauty of it. It has to be forced upon them and then forced upon them again. And as soon as they can back down, they back down. And yeah, that's the beauty of it. Yes. We know exactly which ones were most of them. The fallback position is they were there them also, including Shimshin, by the way. It says Beferish he donned, which is, when we get to Shimshin, is going to be emphasized again and again, because that's lost in the shuffle of how it was uh, glamorized in modern time as a uh, gibur and as a, he was also that, but not a muscle-building uh, uh, leader. He was a shayfit, and he says he died Yisrael, and his unique circumstance was he had to go back and forth, and he had, speaking of people with tainas on them, he had to deal with all the people who kept saying he's a renegade, because he's trying to look like a renegade in both directions. Uh, both sides should be angry at him, nobody should blame the Jews. He had a whole plan, but in between all that uh, uh, difficult existence that he personally had, he donned and paskened all the shaylus. It says beferish. So most of them were there were a couple of exceptions. We're going to get to Gidon, who was a tremendous tzaddik. Uh, question is, what level of Dionysus was it? That's the exception rather than the rule. 
the fallback position is they were dining. And here it says, Beferishi Shafetes. Tysus just struggled. Does that mean Mamish Paskining, which is a Harashah? Or does that mean that she was overseeing what was going on? The Diak, by the way, the Arachonair and many other Arachonim, it's a Sugya and Tysus in many places. He says, He Shafetes, he saw Beisahi. The Diak is Beisahi, only Beisahi, because of the Harashah. And he, Lafuke, anybody else, nobody else did this. It was a special circumstance, a special Harashah, and she had to do the job. And that's why the Eliyah Rabbi here is asking, where is Pinchas? And I'm asking, why is Pinchas the Kasha? If he's a Kasha, why wasn't he Shefet ever? The answer is, because he was a Kayan. But that doesn't satisfy completely. And the Eliyah Rabbi is still asking, especially the Eliyah Rabbi, who's Eliyah. Um, funny, the Eliyah Rabbi is asking if he was Pinchas. He's asking himself, where was Pinchas? Interesting. Uh, somebody asked me that last week here. Right? He, he's talking about himself. But the answer is Eliyah Rab is, is the, the Torah of Derech Ruach Kaesh was given over to Tanaim. It sort of like takes a uh, third party approach. But he wasn't supposed to be L'Chatchila, but over here is a Shastel Chaksi, a choice between a Kayin being a leader versus the lady breaking the usual Kol Kavuz Basmel Panima. So that's why the Eliyah Rab is asking, Haladavarhu. That's the Shaila. So, doesn't directly address that, but it will address now the schusim that they had. This next line has a Kiddush to it also. Made ani alai es hashamayim v'azaretz. This is Kaviyach HaKosh Baruch Hu speaking and letting us know, as we saw, we read this quickly last week, that we, Baruch Hashem, don't have a caste system, even though we do. But we don't have any system that holds anybody back. And you can accomplish whatever you want in your Avedis Hashem. Yesterday we were discussing the beauty of going in two doors with a vestibule in between and a shul. The Bach we saw that you have to go in. First one to know that you don't have to now wait for an intermediary. You go straight into the shul after that and you talk to HaKadosh Baruch Our relationship is direct. We have the help of the Gedalim and of the Kayinim to bring our Karbanas, but it's our Aveda. So this line says it beautifully. I'll come back to that in a moment. Their Aveda, the Habachira, you can reach whatever Madrega you want. Kach Ruach HaKadosh Shaira Allah. And according to their Aveda, Ruach HaKadosh will be Shaira on them. So, I saw the Rinas Yitzchak ask, we have various Chazals that say that Kosh promised Klai Yisrael, it was uh, promised to Meshur Rabbeinu for Klai Yisrael, that Hashem would not be Mashrash Chinoso on an Akum for Nevuah, with the exception of Bilam, who we just had two weeks ago. And here it says, that if a person works on themselves, guy doesn't make a difference, they will get kach ruach ha-kaydesh shayra olov. It sounds like a general clown. sounds like it could be done again. Now, it, there, there are many chazals that say it. In the discussion, the only reason they explain Bilam the only reason he got it is for one time, at the time, parallel to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Umar shouldn't have an excuse that, wow, we would also be Klai Yisrael and the chosen people and do everything right if we had a Moshe Rabbeinu. So, no, Lavan got a, got a, well, yeah, that might be high Hach, first of all, but that's, you don't have to go there. Lavan got a one-time Nevoah, which was a stern warning 
don't start up, don't even say anything, not even anything nice, <laughs> whatever you say, just don't talk. That was, we don't consider that a Navua necessarily, it was a Navua of sorts. Uh, Bilam was given to the world, so Muslim can claim that had we had somebody of that caliber, we'd also do well. So Bilam, most frightening thing, uh, had the innate caliber to climb the heights that Moshe Rabbeinu did and used it all in the wrong direction with his horrible medias that he didn't work, work on and his horrible agenda, which he did work on and used to uh, hurt Klai Yisrael. And Duma Salem didn't uh, put any pressure to use it for good things either. So it's their fault and his fault. And it wasn't used. What? So, so many ask, well, how's that answer? Why don't you give us somebody like Moshe Rabbeinu with good medias? <laughs> Then, so the answer is Moshe Rabbeinu also worked on himself, and I'm not even going into that famous or infamous, Shiloh, whether the Medrash exists or not, the Moshe Rabbeinu with the painting. We're not even going to go there with that if you've heard me speak about that before, Shiloh, whether that Medrash exists or not, or whether it's uh, not true. But it, it, we have no problem of somebody having struggles and working on themselves. Everybody worked on themselves, including Moshe Rabbeinu. So that particular Medrash which um, if you're listening and you never heard me talk about it, you can be wondering what I'm talking about, but we can't go into it now because that'll take another 20 minutes. Lamaisa Bilam had Bechira. He had the tools. He had the ability. And he had the ability to understand Ruchni, as Raila Dover is, in the middle of his uh, Nevoah's Klolos, what he was trying to do in the Parsha not too long ago. He had a burst of Ruchniistic energy where he was impressed and overwhelmed by the Gedush of Klai Yisrael, and he actually felt it for a couple of minutes. And as we spoke about two weeks ago, Rashi makes note of the fact that maybe for 20 seconds there he actually meant his brocha, and he wanted the Ruchnias, and that's why he wanted to die. Thomas Nafshi, you know, you want to live like Zimri, and you want to schai like Pinchas, right? So there was something there, but Bechira means you got to use it and you got to cultivate it. And if you don't, then you cultivate it in the wrong direction. Bill not only didn't cultivate it in a positive direction most of the time, he actually worked on his Tumah to give himself more Tumah in ways, as we know from Rashi and Chazal, in ways that most Rashi wouldn't even imagine. That's how bad it got. You have to work on that, like drinking the Negevasa water in the morning and Negevasa water is redundant and superfluous. And you got to... <laughs> Got to work on the riches, but that's all part of his bechira, his sliding nekudis bechira, as Avdesla would say. So getting back to the kasha, so the reason Yisrael wants to know was mean kach ruach kedusharilov. So I think it's an interesting kasha. I would have said kach ruach kedusharilov doesn't necessarily mean nevua. Ruach HaKadosh is slightly less than nevua, but the reason he's asking is the context over here is the pasuk that she was a shofetis, and then it also says, Nevia, and he's going on, Nevia, so what's bothering the Medrash here is, she was zeichet to Nevuah, so the answer is, no, if you work on yourself, you can have whatever you want, including Ruch which sounds like Nevuah, you could answer that, it just means Ruach Kedish, or you can answer that it doesn't mean a steady Nevoah, it means you will get some Nevoah and some level according to who you are, and for an Akum it's Taka lower, because they're not from the Amanivcher, but they can't climb to the heights that they can climb to. An Akum gets um, a guy, gets Elam Haba. There's a different section, but he gets Elam Haba. Akum is Evikachab Mazalas, they got to do Tshuva, but a guy can get, and this Medrash is one of the many riots. Yes, Yaakov. Nation as a whole. The nation, 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 the nation,
that individuals amongst the Goyim can have... So, 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 so that Gemara wouldn't prove it, but there are many versions of this Chazal that seem to say Beferish because they're using it to ask the Kasha an answer by Bilom, what, what happened over here? He's a Yachid, he's not a nation, and he got it. So, and the answer was a one time thing near the time of Kabbalah Terah, when Meshaban was alive, to show the Chilik between the two. They both had the opportunity, look what Meshaban did, and look what he did. So they understand it as, a, uh, as an application even on a Yachid. Uh, this measure sounds not so. That's what the Venus Yitzchak was asking. Yeah. I mentioned a lot of things just now. Yeah. Uh, there is no Mahabha for Anakha. Why not? We keep Zion Mitzvahs for the right reasons. For the right reasons. Do you want to register as a Gatashev? The based in at the airport. Not going to be called Ben Gurion Airport, Las Lava, but whatever airport you want to. Um, you know, King David Airport. They'll take it from the hotel and they'll uh, move it to uh, Medavid Airport. And uh, they're going to have, you know, the guy, the long line there, but the guy behind the window? So behind him is going to be sitting, or I guess at a special window. They're going to be sitting three day on him. And if you want to come in as a guy, you've got to register and tell them what you think of the Zion Mitzvahs and what you plan on keeping. But you have to keep it because Moshe Rabbeinu said so, not because you think it's morally correct, because then you have no guideposts. It's got to be Allah Moshe Sinai. And they're three down at the airport. And if it's okay, they pass you on the uh, line. You put in the passport, Gerit Teshev, which comes with all sorts of government benefits. Because the Pasik says, the Zachiv Daraisa Lachayesai. We'll, uh, we'll get to that uh, under separate cover. But there is a marker for them. And if they're macabre, they keep the Zion Mitzvahs, they, uh, they can live in Eitz Yisrael. It's going to be a special, I don't know what color it's going to be yet, but it's going to be a special, uh, special area. If they want to live in Eitz Yisrael, they don't have to live in Eitz Yisrael. But if they want to live, it comes with, I say, government benefits. We have a chiv, Christ has a chiv to support them, which is why uh, Mepharshim say it has to be only Bizman Sheyevana. You can't forget Teshuv today. It's impossible. You can't be makabal get Teshuv. And the reason is because in order to have Yehli, you need Rav Yeshveh And in order to be able to support the Gaim that come, its full support is on us if they can't support themselves. There's no reason why they should be able to support, but it's, we have a chiv lachayesai. And we don't want to be overwhelmed with people from the Yom coming because they see there's good government uh, benefits over here. And we can only handle it if it's Rav Yeshveh where they... Shvatim Allah Masam according to those shitas and Klai Yisrael can function and then we can afford it. Otherwise, we don't allow it. Yeah. Is it fair to assume that when they go, when the Shem Mitzvah uh, people go to Omaha, they're getting uh, Shira from Adam Arishon? And... <laughs> you want to know who the Magad Shira is in their section? I don't know which section it is, but I'm sure there'll be a Malach showing them where they go. They uh, look at their ticket and they'll show them. But would they get Shira from Adam? I think they should get Shira from Nayach. Or Shalach or Shame, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of incredible Magidishirim, yeah. I be interesting. As a matter of fact, I wonder if uh, anybody from our sections can go over just to specialize in that. Well, they can hear it from Moshe Rabbeinu directly. They don't have to. That's the godless. It's not from Nayach. It's from Moshe Rabbeinu saying it over. And I guess uh, Nayach uh, will be able to say it over also. But. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no. It's not a din we have to teach them. It's a din if we have, if you finish with all the kira, that's a different schmooze. If we finish with Bima of every member of Klai then we have time to teach them. Uh, otherwise, if they ask, then it's a nice thing to do. But the key is, you'll find Gaim who keeps Gaim Mitzvahs. We discussed this last week a little bit. They have to keep it because Moshe Rabbeinu said it and it was given to Ar not because it was given to Noah. They came to keep it because the great, great granddaddy Noah said it. They, yeah, but they have to they have to have it through our Messiah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying they can't like the guy with the airplane uh, with with Yitzi last week. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, with the with the the first guy guide Stuki I ever heard of, who was only keeping uh, what was said. He wants to know if we're keeping the jubilee. That's what we were discussing with Yisrael last week. So it must be something coming because we had came up two weeks in a row. Yes. So they're not, they're not Gertosha. They will not get through the airport. They will, yeah, yeah, it comes to that. They won't get through the airport. They, we just have them now because we're in Golis and it's Israel and we can't get, get them out. And through that Moshe Rabbeinu is bringing down from our Sinai, there are Zion mitzvahs which were given over to teach them. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, that's, <laughs> they, have to, they have to let them know all that and they don't. Matter of fact, you asked me after Shachris, I think he said, why is it if they don't know it, how are they supposed to know? The answer is they're supposed to have a Messiah. They've lost the Messiah. And we don't, you have a Tinshanish by a Yid because there's 613 mitzvahs and a long gullus by Gullion. They only have seven and they're supposed to keep this right. And, um, yeah, but if Yashka is still in the mix. Oh, it's like the place in Texas. Okay, send them here for Shear next week. We'll give them a little bechina. We'll see, uh, see what's going on. Okay, so that's the Yitzchak's you know, kasha. Let's continue. So now we get to the Eschus. Kachamru, top line of page two. Bala shel dvera amaretz haya. Amaretz can mean many things. A relative amaretz. But he wasn't up there in his learning, and for whatever reason, normally if you have somebody like that, and the chveis, he's uh, it's, uh, never easy to figure out how old everybody is in Tanakh. And Eldi and I were discussing uh, why Zimri was uh, 300 years old yesterday. And it's hard to know how old he was, but however old he was. So you didn't get a chance to learn when you were younger, so learn. And usually that's very possible nowadays. In the olden days, that wasn't always so possible for the same reason they didn't learn in the first place. Often they were making their daily kopek from their hard work and they didn't get a chance to put in the time to go learn because it wasn't available. The nest farm, you needed a rebbe and people were busy. The reason that shot historically is not that accurate over here is because we will see later on in the Pesukim, Dvera was very wealthy. She had to be by definition because a Navi has to be wealthy. That is a prerequisite. And the reason that's a prerequisite is because a Navi has to stand on the soapbox and give heavy muster and be able to get things done without dealing with the peanut gallery and being able to put the programs in themselves and run it through. So basically, she, if she had to, I don't know if she ended up doing it, but if she had to make sure Diana were in their place and hire the base in and get the bad ones out and get the good ones in and take care of it and then pay for it out of her own pocket, she did it. So a Navi had to be able to do that. Sometimes with all the power and prestige and money, they still got thrown in slime pits like Yermio and Navi and the like. And even though a lot of them, Yeshaya was related to royalty. So even with that, it was still a very difficult job. Yes? 
He, he didn't take. That's right. That doesn't mean you're thinking like an American. You were also born here. Uh, you're born, uh, really? Uh, you don't even have an accent. Okay, so if you, you'll appreciate this most. If you're born in the DP camps, you'll know that wealth in the DP camps was if you had something to eat every day and you had your own bag of clothing and you had a little uh, room to live in, you were wealthy, right? So it's not wealthy means financially independent. Yeah, me, it means financially independent. That's a good point you bring up. It means it doesn't mean you have to be able to buy oil wells in Saudi Arabia. You don't have to, wealth doesn't help you if you're using the wealth, you have enough money for the great-grandchildren. It means that you're not dependent on anybody, so therefore anybody who wants to come with their opinion, you don't have a Sheba to this lobbyist and that lobbyist, and that's what wealth means. So it, you, I agree with you. It doesn't mean that have to have billions stashed away, but the Pusik will describe her holdings to let us know she was able to get things done because she didn't have to start with the fundraisers. So I don't think that's the answer for Berg. So why he was an Amaretz and still an Amaretz, I'm not sure. But the focus over here, the beauty of this, is the antidote and what she did to help him out. Spouses have to be here to work on each other, work on themselves, and push each other to grow and figure out a nice way of doing it to push the agenda. So... The rule is, the reason I'm going slow in this Elia Rabba, this whole Elia Rabba is a page and a half, but every single Mufarish, especially when it comes to Dvera, quotes this. That's why I wanted to go through it first. So I'm avoiding a lot of things they're going to say. She understood that we know the Kalim and the Mishkan, and the Kalim and the represented various things. And we know that the Madeira represents Chochmah, represents Torah, represents Limada Torah. Siatashmai and Chochmah comes comes from HaKadosh Baruch of course, but the channel of the flow of Chachmah will come, the Siat the added Siat will come through the Menorah. So it's not a coincidence that here, the mitzvah she wants to work on, there's so many things you could do for the Klal. The mitzvah she wants to work on is making beautiful, thick Menorahs for the Menorah. So if you don't know the background of what the Menorah represents, you want to go, oh, that's interesting. What a nice thing. You donate to the Mishkan. You can donate a lot of things to a lot of causes. Why'd they pick this? The answer is, it starts off, he was on Earth. And if you want an attachment to future Siat Tashmaya in his own learning, and what's crucial is an attachment to Torah. Famous Gemara Brochus, Nosha, Kamai, Micah, Zachian. How do they get in Tolam Haba? And everybody asks, what's the Gemara? Shaila, before you get to the answer. This is Beis Yaakov 101 that has to be repeated every year at the seminary and has to be internalized and repeated to the Nashim Sitkanias all the time because the Gemara, it's one line of the Gemara. The Gemara asks a kasha and gives an answer, but you have to understand the kasha first. What's the kasha? Nashim Makazach. How do they get to Tolam Haba? They have mitzvahs. They have lots of mitzvahs. Loads of mitzvahs. They get daven and do chesed and shmir salashin and a fresh and many, many mitzvahs. So what's the shayla? Do the mitzvahs, get to Olam Haba. The answer is, you can't unlock the real room for Olam Haba where you're supposed to be without an attachment to Torah. So for men, that means learning it. And to the extent you can learn, you have to learn. To the extent you can use the money to be machzik Torah, you have to give to the yeshivas and the kailim. And the women, to the extent that they can, can also give staka if they have their own money or if they want to be mishtatev in the fundraisers. And internally, they have to make sure their sons are learning, their girls understand this, and their husband is being sent to learn. And that's the Gemara answers. The schus that they have are bringing their kids to yeshiva and helping their 
husbands learn and make sure they leave the house on time to get to Shear and to get to the Sadarim. That's their attachment to Olam Haba. None of the other mitzvahs can get you into the real chamber. The other mitzvahs will make the chamber nicer. That's the pshat over here. She understood. He's not learning on the level of others for whatever reason. He was a relative Amaritz. But we need an attachment. His attachment is, what will give him Siat Tashmah, his own learning is a chilek in the Menorah, and will give him an attachment to everybody else's learning is a chilek in the Menorah. That's a very important yesoid, which you have to know, obviously, this medrash is getting at. And she tells him, now the different gearses is clear from the various mafarshim and from the psukim. She was Aishas Lapidus, which means she was the wife of the person who made the Elvis, uh, the thickness of the psilus for the flame of the menorah, and she also helped in the processing of it. They worked on it apparently together. Uh, so the various gearses is he or who, probably both. Who are very thick ones, very ones. Without this background of understanding what the Menorah represented, this sounds like this is the big schus that he became a leader, she became the leader, she became the via, the shofeta. That's pretty good. Can you imagine if you do? The answer is they understood the panemius of the attachment to this, and this has a lot to do with the Ur of Torah. And she became. Others point out that she shared the schus of Torah. She became a shofetis of whatever level, whatever pratentesis you take. So this is, uh, as usual, a very, very deep subject. You had your hand up? Somebody had their hand up? Yes. Not only no excuse, you can't survive without it. You can't get in. Yeah. Yes, yes. And people don't get that. They say, I'm not a learner. I'm going to give. There are lots of chesed you can do. It's all wonderful. It's all important. It's all needed. But if you don't have an attachment to Torah, Ben Anashim Venashim, you can't really get in. That's in one line with the Gemara Baruch is saying. And this is such an important yesoid, and a lot of people either don't remember it or never heard it. Yeah. The Havzai Mitzvah, it's not a din in Talmud Torah. I'm him because really din is just doing it, but there is a chilek, and how do I know that? Because the Gemara says, the Gemara says, if a guy learns Torah, he gets the Madriga even like a kind Gadol, even bigger than a kind Gadol, the Gadol of him. It's actually a Pusik for that. That's the same the Gemara that asks, but it's an Isra for a guy to learn Torah. The Gemara says you can't teach him Torah, but in his Zion Mitzvah he can. So the Gemara actually is strongly mashma that it's not only just knowing the Zion Mitzvah, it's an exercise in the chilek and Torah. So I think that's what it means. And it's probably answering this question. What? Yeah, whoever. I, and believe me, as it's come up in this year a long time, the ones who want to learn, I tell them I can daishin from here to tomorrow, just in the Zion Mitzvahs. You take one sugya. So it's much from the Gemara that that's not only knowing it, that's a din in Torah. Yes, Masechta Vodazar is 400. Yes, correct. Let's go to Pelliates. A lot more to say, obviously, but we have next week. And the Pelliates is actually your copy, which, if you didn't get it, is on the stender over here. I just made a clean copy, which we started yesterday. And I'd like to show you the Gemara that he's going on. Uh, for the Zoom members over here, uh, do you have that second copy? So I think you happen to remember uh, what number it was, is? No? Find it. It has a Pelliates and it has a Menachas on the other side. It's the same one copy, Menachas Perik Shlishi. So, 
the context of this Pelayayitz, as we were discussing the last couple of weeks, is honesty in business, masa matan, which he says, boils down to amuna bitachan. If you have amuna, that Akash Baruch Hu gives you a set salary, and it's nigzer and roshani of kipper, and it's a set thing, you'll know you don't have to cheat and cut corners to get to it, because Hashem doesn't need your help. Hashem's not going to reward you with more money when you cut corners. Pell Yates will get to the fact that it's difficult when people think it's true and it looks like it's true and it looks like the people who are doing that are succeeding. That's a problem in general. It's not like but especially when it comes to Inyane Parnasa. So we'll get to that. But I want to show you the Gemara Menachas that he quotes that people find this to be a big Nisayan, like uh, the difficult areas in Ruchnius, and that's what separates the men from the boys. And he says, the Gemara says that Yud was used to create Olam Haba because Yud is a very small ice, and the amount of people who make it into the inner chambers, I'm adding that, sounds like he says the amount of people who make it in Bechlal are very small in number. I assume what he means is that most people ultimately make it. The question is, where are they getting? And some people hear this and they say, oh, Baruch Hashem, at least everybody makes it. Well, we'd rather not go through the amount that Gehenim needed and the pain and anguish to get there. And we also want a better seat. And all of a sudden people get very humble. He says, the bleachers doesn't make a difference as long as I'm there. People don't talk like that when they go to a ball game. Uh, not that you should be going. And nowadays, nobody's going anyway. So... Uh, why all of a sudden everybody gets satisfied as long as I'm in, as we just spoke about in the Navi, there's being in and then there's being in and having an attachment to Torah and really being in and it makes a huge difference. So I assume the Pshat and the Gemara we're about to see which is completely al Kabbalah, this whole it means the amount of people get in amu'atin, the people who get into a spot that they really want to be and then when they see part of Gehenim is when you see what you could have gotten. That's a big part of the punishment. So take a look at the Gemara Menachas. The bracket is about two lines before the lines start getting wide. And uh, this Gemara is talking about uh, different Isis. Take a look. Bitzchu uh, Bashem quotes the Pasuk, which, if you look at Gimel on the side, Bitzchu Bashem ki Hashem Tzur Elamim. So, he was asking a shayla on the taich of the pasuk. Amalei kolatayla b'tchan b'kosh baruch arei lo masa belamazel malabab. Pashup shot is b'tchu b'ashem adayat ki b'kosh Hashem tzuralamim. If you have b'tachin, then you will have protection belamazel belamabab. So Amalei ana hachik kashali says I understood that was the pshat. That is the pashup shot. He says, I want to know what this word, this is a very deep question and uh, even a deeper answer. Maishna desiv ki beka. He says, Bitzchab Hashem adiyah ki beka Hashem tzur elamim. Beka is, sounds like Hashem created the world. Habitachan Hashem who created the world with the Shem Hashem of ka, yud k. He says, I want to know what does the ka represent over here. That's the Kashul Gemara. Second line, the wide lines. It says, Bika, like Hashem created it with this name, not Ka that Hashem created it. We have Elamaze and Elamaba. We don't know which letter goes to which. 
And a lot of sister Kabbalah in here. In Bel Mazebe Yud, Rama Babe, Kishai Mer, Eilid told us, look at the doll on the side, Eilid told us, Hashemai Varetz, Behi Baram, BMSS Hashem Lakim, Eretz Hashemayim, by Bereshis, it describes very carefully what the Halach Eilach was when you finish the Mice of Bereshis and Bereshis. We know not too much more about how Hashem created the world, because that's all Sisrei Kabbalah. But the Gemara here does point out the word Behi Baram. I'll take it, Baram, Ela Behe Baram. That means Elam Hazeh was created with the He. Havyeimer, Elam Hazeh Behe, Elam Haba Biyud. This next part is a bit disconcerting. A heavy Musr. So, what does the He represent? The Tsuris of the letters are very deep. That's why it's called Lashon Kaidish. The words are deep, the Tsura of each ice is deep, and every ice in Kala represents millions of things. That's why if you're a tad off, the Sefer Torah is puzzle. So this is one of many examples, but we're dealing here with the Shem Hashem. The hay is open in the bottom. Anybody wants to fall out and leave the program, fall out the bottom, then Hashem gives people Bechira, like with Bilam. And Hashem's not going to stop him. So we have something that doesn't have a floor. That's pretty frightening. A sadra means a pathway, like, a, like an ante room. But it means that, and it's on the bottom, which is pretty, you would think that, okay, Hashem doesn't push people out, obviously. Hashem wants to help people, which we're going to get to in a moment. But I'm just trying to show you how easy it is to fall out of the program. Yeah, yeah. It's like open on the bottom. It's like you're... You're flying, and you're like the plane has no bottom, but they have things on the side you can hold on to, or like the New York subway. <laughs> so you got to hold on anyway. You could fall out the bottom. My time at Tayyakaya says, okay, so Gemara says there's a place, white place on the bottom, and then there's another space up top. The, le- the letter is hanging, the uh, little streichel. So why is there another window, a door on top? Diahadda Bachuva Maile. So Gemara says that's to tell people that even if they fall out, Everything can be temporary. You can always do truth. You can always come back. So why don't you just go and go back in the door you fell out of, like the bottom? What do you need a place on the side for? give People really want to come to the heavens, really want to come back and have the humility to understand. Have the humility to understand they did something wrong. They have to make change. Famous Chazar Balatar Mesayinaisai Balatame Peschenloi, which means if a person wants to mess things up, Hashem leaves them the ability to fall out. If you want to come back, Hashem will lift you up and give you Siat Shmai. So the door is up here to show that there's still a place to come, and Hashem will leave and give you a stepping stool to lift you up to go in there, and you have to just want it. Interesting, it ties that in with something, it's one Midah among many. Why to pick the Midah of humility? The answer is, you just have to admit you're wrong. That's all. Everything there, from there on in, you'll have siyat tashmaya. If you're not willing to admit you're wrong, it's not going to go anywhere. It's another mitain chen. Hashem will give you a lot of siyat tashmaya. You'll come back and you'll climb through the window. Hashem will give you the footstool and he'll push you up. Go to the next back and the next line. Neiman nivra elam haba biyud. sadikim shabai muatin. Now, the Mishnah Chalik says, Kal Yisrael Yeshlam Chalik Lam 
So why do you have to be a tzaddik? Well, same mission says, Amekulam uh, tzaddikim. So tzaddikim doesn't mean Lamed Vavnik, it means tzaddik as opposed to a Russia. It still says over here, tzaddikim shabam muatin. So I imagine what that means is you have Bananim who are not Rashaim, did enough chuva, or went to Gehenim, and now get in. But the inner chambers, the place we all want to be, that already is more select, and that's why it's represented by the Yud. And that's what the Peleites are saying. Then he's saying a parnasa, and to keep things honest, it's very difficult, and it's going to boil down to working on your Amuna, which Amit Hashem will pick up next week.